uh, we are doing Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 3, Chapter 31. We left at uh, verse 19, so we are going to start at verse 20. So, <clears throat> therefore, my Lord, although I am living in a terrible condition, I do not wish to depart from my mother's abdomen to fall again into the blind well of materialistic life. Your external energy, called Deva Maya, at once captures the newly born child and immediately false identification, which is the beginning of the cycle of continual birth and death begins. This is exactly what happens when, you know, today in the morning when I was writing the blog, I had written about this, that a child, till the time he is inside the womb, there is a creation happening inside. He is developing all the parts of the body, they are all getting, you know, working condition and so and finally what is happening is he is being pushed out into the world which is the world of Maya. The moment he comes out of the world he is captured by Maya. First and foremost you will find that the parents and then the relatives and friends and everybody keep on welcoming him. Next it so happens that the child starts learning that his name is so and so whatever his name might be. And then he believes in a world which exists outside, which is nothing but a world full of Maya. And that is the reason why you will find that the child doesn't want to come out of the womb. Because the moment he comes out, there is a problem. And so he cries while coming out. So, this is, therefore, without being agitated anymore, I shall deliver myself from the darkness of nascence with the help of my friend, clear consciousness. Simply by keeping the lotus feet of the Lord Vishnu in my mind, I shall be saved from entering into the wombs of many mothers for repeated birth and death. What is the way of salvation? The way of salvation is to go through to the feet of the Lord in devotional aspect. And once you go to, to the feet of the Lord in devotion, then you are free from this cycle of rebirth. That is birth and death and birth and death. So many cycles of birth and death are there. So he will not have to go through the various wombs again and again and again to be born again and again and suffer the same consequences. That means a karmic loop will be formed again. Then the karma expiation has to happen. After that again formation of the karma takes place and so on and so forth. Lord Kapila continued, The 10 month old living entity has these desires even while in the womb. But while he thus extols the Lord, the wind that helps patrician, parturition propels him forth with his face turned downwards so that he may be born. But once the period is over when the child is supposed to take birth the body itself throws out that being and this is what happens pushed downwards all of a sudden by the wind the child comes out with great trouble head downwards breathless and deprived of memory due to severe agony. Now what is happening is he is undergoing a terrible stress at this point in time. We do not consider the child is undergoing so much of stress because what happens is we are basically looking at a safe birth for the child, isn't it? And the moment the child is out, we are very joyous and feeling happy about the whole thing. But the child on the contrary, he was you know, uh, cradling in the hand of the Lord at that point in time and he suddenly snatched away from there and pushed out into this material world of Maya. So he is feeling completely dejected and completely lost the moment he comes out and he is going through terrible agony. 
The child thus falls on the ground smeared with stool and blood and plays like the worm germinated from stool. He loses his superior knowledge and cries under the spell of Maya. The child comes out of the womb and he is having all those you know water bursting and so on and so forth and then the umbilical cord and the entire process itself is so dirty and ugly that it doesn't feel like as if it is something worthwhile happening in this world. So that is the reason why the child who has come out learns to cry right in the beginning. After coming out of the abdomen, the child is given to the care of the persons who are unable to understand what he wants and thus he is nursed by such persons. Unable to refuse whatever is given to him, he falls in these undesirable circumstances. You will be amazed to know that I have not seen these words. <laughs> but my blog has got posted today in the morning exactly based on these words. So, what happens to the child? The moment he comes out, he is nursed by some person over there. A mother. She calls herself a mother. But is she really a mother? I'm sorry, she is not a mother the way you have to look at it. Because this child was cradling in the arms of the Lord and suddenly he has become human. Imagine becoming human and coming and being nursed by somebody outside. It's a very alien atmosphere that he is coming into. And then there are some people who are saying, my child, my child, my child, my child. Whose child are we talking about? There is no child over there. You are talking about an entity which has taken birth in the material world. But this understanding never comes to a human being. A human being who is always trapped in the world of Maya thinks, this is my baby. This is so beautiful. This is so nice. God has given to me. No, you don't understand. God has not given to you. God has given this child out there in the world so that he can expiate. He can remove the karmas that has that is uh, trapping him into these multiple lives. And it is such a grand process that we talk about. No? Mother says, oh, I am giving birth to a child. Think about it. Nine months if you are put in one trap, one tiny cell over there with no air to breathe, hanging upside down, eating all the gunk possible in the world and suspended in a water, I am sure you would not want to live like that. Would you like to live like that? And then being squeezed out of a body in such a, in a derelicting condition that you wouldn't, you wouldn't in for the, you know, for anything in the world wouldn't want to go into another womb again. Think about it. If, if you actually go through the process and think about it, I don't think anybody would want to go through that process. No man and no woman would want to go through the process. See, the moment you come into the world, what happens? Maya catches you. She catches you so fast, you know. Oh, my mother, my child, my mother, my child. Finished. And this is what he's saying. The child is given to the care of a person who is unable to understand what he wants. What does the child want? The mother says, oh, he is crying because he needs something to eat and drink. What? Think about it. The child is least bothered about your drinking and eating. And here he shoved in his mouth one, uh, you know, breast and said, now suckle, now drink this milk. You think about it. You are sitting. Now, I don't know how many of you have seen the, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, the Kwai. What is that? River Kwai. Bridge on the River Kwai. 
bridge on the river kwai there is one scene wherein the hero is put in a very tight container okay it's a 6 feet by by 3 feet by 1 feet or 1 or 2 feet tall it's a box it's a wooden box made like that and he is put inside that box for many months would you like to live like that for 6 months 8 months 9 months 10 months do you want to live like that and you are being fed like that i'm sorry you wouldn't want to and then you are coming out the same jailer who has put you over there wants to feed you i don't think i want to be fed by that person if you actually are believing in all this thing you will understand that this these verses are very true but unfortunately maya okay maya traps you in this oh mera bachcha my mother finished and this is where the whole trap is set in his helpless condition gnats mosquitoes bugs and other germs bite the baby whose skin is tender just as a small worm bites a big worm i'm sorry i missed out a line laid out on the foul bed infested with sweat and germs the poor child is incapable of scratching his body to get relief from the itching sensation to say nothing of sitting up standing or even moving imagine this condition of yours for 3 4 5 6 8 10 months you are not even you can't even tell anybody that you want to scratch you want this to be done you want that to be done and people around you think oh he is hungry i need to feed him oh he is doing like, i need to do this you don't want a bath yet you are given 100 times bath you know so much of powder so much of this so much of that is poured on top of you whereas do you really want that i'm sorry you don't even know you can't even talk and these people are literally forcing and then all those kind of funny things are being given to you what all those baby foods okay oh you should eat this you should eat that one day try this for at least 3 4 months you know feed yourself this kind of feeds and see for yourself what happens to you you'll run away into some jungle maybe run away from the civilization thinking what nonsense these people are feeding me the same stuff every single day of life and then again you can't even remove your nappy <laughs> it's so funny it's so stupid it sounds i don't think any person in the right sense in his head would want to go through this again and again and again and again but we are trapped in this world of maya and we are forced to go through this again and again and forced to become children of some person and then friends and relatives and all that in this helpless conditions gnats mosquitoes bugs and other germs bite the baby whose skin is tender just as a small worm bites a big worm the child deprived of this wisdom cries bitterly in this way the child passes through childhood suffering different kinds of distress and attains boyhood in boyhood he again suffers pain over desires to get things he can never achieve and thus due to ignorance becomes angry and sorry when the child is growing up he has got a lot of desires he sees his friend is having very nice pens and ball pens and computers and laptops and this and that and he says my mother and father can't give me this he gets irritated he sees somebody else get, getting dropped in the school by a you know an audi or a bmw or a mercedes benz and you are dropping your son by the school bus and he says oh my god that other child comes by the audi and some fancy car and whereas me I have to come by bus. Okay, 
these kind of things happen and then he is not able to get his ranks he is fighting continuously in his world when is he happy he is never happy when he goes out to play he is sad when he is with his mother and father he is angry with them because they are not providing him with what he wants he wants to eat so many chocolates his mother and father says your teeth will get spoiled the dentist uncle has said you can't eat this you can't eat that okay your dentist uncle has said you can't eat that is why your teeth are getting spoiled but anyway my teeth are going to fall they call milk teeth but you think the mother and father are listening so he becomes completely disillusioned with his parents with the friends with the relatives and every other person in the world especially big disillusionment is with the school the school is teaching him write a b c d and he says a b c d i was not bothered about all these things but i'm forced to read and learn this why because i have to become competitive in this world so i have been forced to do this what he would rather be an ape man <laughs> tarzan the ape man <laughs> live in the jungle maybe you know go running after some monkeys so he passes through this childhood like this then what happens with the growth of the body the living entity in order to vanquish his soul increases his false prestige and anger and thereby creates enmity towards similarly lusty people what happens the child is growing up he grows and becomes into a man or a young woman and then what happens oh he has a fancy watch i am not having this watch he goes to this college i am not going to this college this is happening that is happening okay this person is going to harvard i am going to what vishweshwaraya i mean think about it you can't compare but the idea is what uh, incidentally the vishweshwaraya was a joke in my household what used to happen was there was one municipal school outside my house earlier so i used to tell my children you know see if you don't come in good ranks i'll send you to that municipality school over there some vishweshwaraya some name it was called so <laughs> so i said what is the point in putting you in good school see this is what we tell our children think about it we are going to tell our children no i have put you in the best school possible in the world okay so what is the big deal that you are doing <laughs> this is what happens and then you come to college and after college you meet girlfriends and boyfriends and this and movies and coffee days and you name it and nowadays they will say starbucks okay <laughs> because starbucks is here in india now so we can say all these things and it's again a competition and the girl says something and the boy says something and there are fights and then they move away and then they sing songs to each other then whatsapp messages then facebook updates and likes and dislikes and god knows what all things okay earlier there is i don't know whether the pokes and all are still there i think it is still there the poke in the facebook so all these things matter to them and then you have the status single married this that okay <laughs> so all these are a part of this material world which keeps on changing the whole scenario for the person and always leaving him asking for more he doesn't know what he is supposed to do so by such ignorance the living entity accepts this material body which is made up of five elements as himself with this misunderstanding he accepts non permanent things as his own and increases his ignorance in the darkest regions now what happens to this person 
this person becomes engrossed in the material world on a day to day basis and when he is getting trapped deeper and deeper and deeper into the material world he is unable to move from there he believes that this is him the body is equal to him and once he realizes that this body is him he is trapped still more further into the material world and then he accepts things which are not permanent as permanent he believes he is the body he believes that things are happening to him he believes that there is a wife a husband a child this that you know all those things he believes in all these things and gets trapped further and further for the sake of the body which is a source of constant trouble to him which follows him because he is bound by ties of ignorance and fruitive activities he performs various actions which causes him to be subjected to repeated birth and death so again getting trapped in the material world he is continuously doing those actions remember actions lead you to karma and karma leads you to multiple lives so one after the other after the other after the other so so many lives are getting led by that person if therefore the living entity again associates with the part of the unrighteousness influenced by sensually minded people engaged in the pursuit of sexual enjoyment and gratification of the palate he again goes to hell as before now what happens to this man or this woman they get in association with unrighteous people unrighteous those who are not following the right path leading to god they are the people who are going to tell you you know this is right in this world drinking is heavy you know drinking is right womanizing is correct this is correct taking money doing all sorts of wrong things is the perfect thing they'll ask where is god who is this god that you are talking about these are called unrighteous people they take bribes they give bribes they do all kinds of and they have anger greed lust envy pride everything that is there in the world they have they also pray to false gods they want to go to every possible tirthakshetra in the world and they'll say oh i went and gave so much money there i went and did this puja over there and i went and did that puja over there and they keep on thinking that oh this kind of religious ceremony this person was having in this house and i went over there and i did this so he is under very false belief such kind of a person is called the unrighteous person this kind of unrighteous person is influenced by sexually minded people people in this material world are sexually minded what is it that the first thing that they look at they think in terms of sexual activity only by the time you are uh, early uh, you know by, by the time you are in the late teens and all the mind is completely turned towards sexual activity and these kind of people who are there who are also sexually attracted towards things they keep on engaging you continuously so they will engage you in sexual enjoyment and gratification of the palate palate means khana peena acche se nice drinks good food all this kind of chicken this that all those things you know all kinds of wrong stuff and then what happens to this person this person goes to hell as before so he leaves the path of righteousness and falls into this hell which is connected to this kind of sexual development he becomes devoid of truthfulness cleanliness mercy 
gravity, spiritual intelligence, shyness, austerity, fame, forgiveness, control of the mind, control of the senses, fortune and all such opportunities. Everything is away from him. What is the first thing that goes away from him? It's called truthfulness. This person starts telling lies. So the lies are too many. He's never clean. What kind of cleanliness can a person have who has fallen into deep this kind of a deep shit? A person is always full of this kind of problems. He is always telling lies and trying to hide away from situations. He is never merciful. He is not having gravity. Spiritual intelligence is zero. The person is never shy. He is too brash and bold. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this. This is a continuous. You know, this person is never shy. What does he do? He wants to be in the forefront of every activity that is happening in this world. Austerity? Forget austerity is a word not there existing in that person's world. Fame. Is running after false kind of fame. Oh, my name came in so and so paper. My name was there in this. I did this. I did that. In Facebook, I have 20,000 friends. I mean, I'm talking about today's day and age. But in olden times, you would say, Oh, I was there on the cover of the Time magazine. Okay, fine. So, this kind of fame there. Forgiveness? The person never forgives. Control of the mind, zero control of the mind. The person has no control of the mind. Control of the senses, the, the moment he has fallen down, where is the question of controlling the senses? The palate is gone. All his four, you know, all the other uh, ten organs that are there. Okay, they are all going outwards. Fortune and all such opportunities. One should not associate with a coarse fool who is bereft of the knowledge of self-realization and who is no more than a dancing dog in the hand of a woman. So any person who is always going to be falling like this, never associate yourself with this kind of a person at all. Because what has happened to this person? There is no question of self-realization. He is bothered about drinking, this, that, so many other things. So such kind of person is never going to lead you towards God. The infatuation and bondage which accrues to a man from attachment to any other object is not as complete as a resulting from the attachment to a woman or in the fellowship of men who are fond of women. So what happens to this kind of a man? Now this is being spoken for a man but if I were to write a, 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 a Bhagavatam which is meant for the woman, I would say the reverse of this. Okay, So it is not man oriented, it is man and woman oriented. So in this case what happens? This kind of infatuation and bondage that is happening in this world where the person is getting attached to the opposite sex or to the same sex nowadays, we have to say that also, is resulting, this kind of thing is resulting into complete, you know, fall of that person. There is a bondage. Bondage means attachment to that thing. At the sight of his own daughter, Brahma was bewildered by her charms and shamelessly ran up to her in the form of a stag when she took the form of a hind. Even Brahma is not spared. Brahma also went and after his own daughter. Can you think of that? You know, a person who is completely lost in the material world does not even spare his own daughter for that matter. Because for him, every person, every female is meant for sexual activity. So whether it's a 7 year old or a 6 year old child also or whether it is an 80 year old woman also he looks at that person in a sexually motivated way. So forget about you, you are just a human. We are talking about Brahma. 
Brahma also did the same thing. Amongst all kind of living entities begotten by Brahma, namely men, demigods and animals, none but the sage Narayana is immune to the attraction of Maya in the form of woman. All other people are trapped in this world. Men are trapped with women and women are trapped with men. In this material world, this infatuation, this so-called love that we ex- seems to exist is there between opposite sex. The only person who is not at all involved in this is called Narayana. And Narayana is the only one who is devoid of this Chungala Maya. You know, she is trapping him. So he gets out of that. Just try to understand the mighty strength of my Maya in the shape of a woman who is a mere movement of her eyebrows can even keep the greatest conquerors of the world under her grip. She will raise her eyes and there you finished. You are gone. Kya? So all men can just one raise of an eyebrow and finished. One who aspires to reach the culmination of yoga and has realized himself by rendering service unto me should never associate with an attractive woman for such a woman is declared in the scriptures to be a gateway of hell for the advancing devotee. Uh, these are the lines which are very important whereas the devotional aspect is concerned. In one of Ramakrishna Paramahansa's discourses, there was this young man who used to come to Ramakrishnaji. And then he used to visit this particular uh, you know, um, place where they used to worship a man as Krishna. And the woman is treated as a gopi. So Ramakrishnaji tells this person, please don't go to this kind of a places because you are going to fall into a trap. And these are the verses which are going to tell you that it's the most difficult thing in the world for a man or for a woman not to fall into a trap because maya is very 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 cunning as far as that is concerned you can just fall any moment in time a woman created now this is not a pro or man or something like that kindly understand this particular verses have been written with pro nobody okay so let us take it at that that every man is going to be attracted towards a woman and every woman is going to be attracted towards a man so it is neither pro man nor pro woman so let us take it in that the woman created by the lord is the representation of maya and one who associates with such a maya by accepting service must certainly know that this is the way of death just like a blind well covered with grass a living entity who as a result of attachment to the woman in his previous life has been endowed with the form of a woman foolishly looks upon maya in the form of a man her husband as a bestower of wealth progeny house and other material assets in one life if you are a man in the second life you are going to be a woman i'm sure i told you this if somebody slaps you you need to slap that person back if you don't slap back that person will have to come in the next life and slap you back the equality of this kind of a karmic loop is there. So what a man is going through in this life, in the next life he may have to go through as a woman and the woman will have to go through as a man. So this is meant for both the people, both the kinds. So man and woman are together bound in this trap. So understand this. Both of them are maya for each other. Alright? A woman therefore should consider her husband, her house and her children to be the arrangement of the external energy of the Lord for her death. Just as the sweet singing is of the hunter is death for the deer. So understand this. 
every woman who gets into this trap where she believes pati parmeshwar and all that bullshit that we talk about is nothing but trying to put you in another trap and every man who thinks that his his patni is the greatest thing on planet earth understand it is nothing but the same past life that you have led now that you are a man and she is a woman maybe in the next life she is going to be a man and you are going to be the woman and it's a reverse case is going to keep on happening and then you want to have sat fere and then you want to have seven lives think about it together i really don't understand that so due to the particular type of body the materialistic living entity wanders from one planet to another following fruitive activities in this way he involves himself in fruitive activities and enjoys the result incessantly in this way the living entity gets a suitable body with a material mind and senses according to the fruitive activities i see this is a very important line whatever is the fruitive activity now if you are running after one particular kind of thing okay you will have to become that in your next life or the life after that it's a, it's a part and parcel of that see many a times i say you know that every every man is like this or every woman is like this take the inherent nature of that person see what is it that he keeps on falling for every now and then and that is the fruitive activity that is there so in the next life and the life after whichever life that he comes to he is going to be trapped in that kind of a body where he has to dissipate the karma associated with that when the reaction of the particular activity comes to an end the end is called the death and when a particular type of reaction begins that beginning is called the birth so prarabdha karma begins the new life has begun prarabdha karma ends for that life prarabdha karma has ended over there your life is terminated that is called death when the eyes lose their power to see color or form due to morbid affliction of the optic nerve the sense of sight becomes deadened the living entity who is the seer of both the eyes and the sight loses his power of vision in the same way when the physical body the place where perception of object occurs in rend- is rendered incapable of perceiving that is known as death when one begins to view the physical body as one's very self that is called birth now this is a very nice line which will tell you the moment you accept this body as your own you are born it can happen even in the time of birth your physical birth but the day you start believing that i am this body i am so and so i believe i am so and so whatever your name might be and you believe you are that that is a day when your birth has happened so why does it happen is given one example over here that we start believing in those things and that is the reason why this happens therefore one should not view death with horror nor have recourse to find defining the body as soul nor give away the exaggeration in enjoying the bodily necessities of life realizing the true nature of the living entity one should move about in the world free from attachment and steadfast in purpose we think that the body has a soul and all that here the line says nor give way to exaggeration in enjoying the bodily necessities of life we do what is called as a recourse to defining the body as soul body is not the soul body is just a container it is containing our multiple other bodies so we start becoming i am this body i am so and so this is my name i live in this place all these things that we are talking about start sticking to you and when it sticks to you after that time what happens is then 
you are going to be continuously caught in the cycle of life so one should move about in the world free from attachment and steadfast in purpose purpose what is the main purpose of your life the purpose of your life is to follow your swadharma whatever is the dharma whatever is the thing that you are come in this world to do you are supposed to do that not waste your time over here or while away so this is the reason endowed with right vision and strengthened by devotional service and a pessimistic attitude towards material identity one should relegate his body to the illusory world through his reason 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 thus one can be unconcerned in the material world unconcerned in the material world how many people are unconcerned in the material world kal ka din kidhar se jayega parso paisa kidhar se aayega you know we are always keeping on thinking like this we are always thinking where is this going to happen where is that going to happen i am so worried or oh, you know my emis are not paid my taxes are not paid my uh, my insurance is not covered my uh, house rent is not done my whatever you know my school fees are not got paid so many things so many traps are there in this material world but the spiritually perfect people are not concerned with any of those things what they do is they are unconcerned in the material world because they have an right vision right vision to see the right things in the world what is the right thing in the world discrimination remember this word to see god in everything remember that god is there and rest everything is his maya alone understand na the real from the unreal how does he do it by devotional service and pessimistic attitude towards material identity every now and then when i have pessimism towards all these kind of material things you may wonder you know what is this this is not correct <laughs> pessimistic in the sense everything you see it with pessimism somebody who is getting married do you really see that as a, as an optimistic thing oh and we bless you and you live happily ever after what happily ever after the person who is spiritually perfect person will look at it pessimistically and say gaya aur ek khadde mein gaya <laughs> okay the moment you have a child everybody is happy i got a baby okay one more person down dumb you know he like you like to keep on scratching x x x x x so many years of your life you are going to add years means what so many lives of yours okay i should say it in the other way around not so many years of your life so many lives in your years you are going to add on <laughs> so lives in your years how many years you will have to live then i mean according to last count it is 8.4 million or something like that okay that many years and so many lives oh maybe lives who knows so think about it we are we are going to be continuously trapped so so the spiritually perfect people always look at all these things in a very very pessimistic and a sarcastic manner they look at it like okay oh my baby okay my baby <laughs> what is so special about your baby they will never say these words okay but when i speak in those terminologies i say when a mother picks up the child and says oh my child is so beautiful and the and the sage says oh look at the monkey she is handling and the monkey is trapped with another monkey think about it it's this kind of attachments are going to be killing you are going to be trapped in the material world so that is the reason why he has this pessimistic attitude towards material identity 
So that is the reason why one should relegate the body to this illusory world through this reason. This is how, you know, we should say this body is not worthy enough for these kind of things. Always be surrendering at the feet of the Lord. And this brings us to the end of this chapter. Lord Kapila's instructions on the movements of the living entities. We have some more time, so we will continue. Huh? Is that okay? Right? Uh, do you have any questions meanwhile? No. Or I will take the questions in the end. Maybe I will give last 5 minutes or something. Okay. We are doing chapter 32. Entanglements in fruitive activities. A very interesting title. The personality of God had said, The person who lives in the center of the household life derives material benefits by performing religious rituals and thereby he fulfills his desires for economic development and sense gratification. And again and again he acts in the same way. Economic development. Raj, you should know this term has come over here. <laughs> what kind of economic development he is going to? He goes to every temple possible with some narial and this and that and he says to the God over there, God, I brought you something to please take this from me. I need good salary. I need this. I need that. <laughs> he is continuously getting trapped and trapped and trapped. So right from, and think about it. Till you didn't come into the spiritual world, did you know that taking a Nariyal to the temple was good enough or bad enough? Here Krishna is telling you, next time you take your temple, you know, take a Nariyal to the temple or go and do some prayers over there and you say, God, give me money. God, give me a good wife. God, give me a good husband. Sir, you are asking for trouble. I should say madam also. You are asking for trouble. And this is called fruitive activity. You are getting trapped into it. And there you keep on going back to the temples again and again, trying to get material benefits. So we are doing these rituals, you know, all kinds of rituals. How many pujas and parts we keep on doing, I don't know. For what? Economic development. So that you get nice money. You go to the, you go to Baba's temple or some other temple and say, Baba, Baba, please give me a good job, you know, I'll give you one kg of peda. Okay, for one kg of peda, he is going to give you a good job. And after you get the good job, then you go for the first increment. And then you go for promotions. And then you say, this salary is not enough. Now I am getting married. I need double the salary because one wife and one, one husband's salary doesn't work. So when the wife comes in, you say, you know, oh, this money is insufficient. You also go to work. So she also goes to work. And then you have a child. And then, you, then the wife says, this money is insufficient. And the husband says, yes, I know, this money is insufficient. I need to take up another job. Again go to the temple and put one more petition over there and say, Baba, give me one more job, one more job, one more job. New job, new this thing, new money. And then the wife and the husband decide, you know, our child should be born in our own house. So you go and take a big loan from the bank. And then you keep on paying the loan for the next 25 years of your life. Okay, when the child comes and the child has to be dropped to school, so you buy a fancy car for that. Again EMI is come. Now again you go to the temple and you tell God, 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 now my EMI has got to be paid, you know, school fees got to be paid, so can you give me more money? So economic development happens in the temples like this. You go to all these uh, places and then you want. And there, sense gratification. Oh, we have never taken a holiday in our entire life. Can we do this? One time, you know, I want to go to this place and I want to go to that place. Uti jake aayenge, chalo. Or maybe I'll go to the Himalayas and come. Somewhere you want to go and come. 
So there you want holidays, then you want all those other things that, that are possible in this world. Such persons are even bereft of devotional service due to being too attached to sense gratification. And therefore, although they perform various kinds of sacrifices and take great vows to satisfy the demigods and forefathers, they are not interested in Krishna consciousness devotional service. They run after every possible god in the pantheon. Okay? They will keep on searching. Acha, ye god ko ye dega to ye milega. I still remember a time, you know, when there was this, uh, when this, there was this particular person who said, you know, oh, you are having problems in your life. You should go to this particular temple of some uh, Babaji, something like that, and go and put some tala over there. You know, tala, kya bolte usko? A lock. And like a foolish person, you know, you went and you put one lock over there. You think by putting lock over there, your troubles are going to go away? You think by cutting one chicken in front of a god, is the troubles are going to go away? What the, the god is non-vegetarian, what he doesn't even taste that chicken. I don't know. I, I never understand why God wants to eat chicken or, or mutton or something like that. How many, how many uh, all these bullies that are performed, I have no clue. Again on top of it all, when you look at it, you go to the temple and you keep on wrath. You know what kind of wrath? I will not do this, I will not do that, this I won't eat. I won't eat katta for so many seasons. Okay, fine. Every time when I come, next time I'll give you, get you 25 limbus. Or limbu wale ka danda hota hai. Or jo juice nikalta hai, uska danda acha rega. Tumhara kya hai? Or limbu se kya? Bhagwan ko kuch hone wala hai kya? Usko acidity hoega bhagwan ko. Usse jada. Isse acha better not give the limbu only to that. Because what are we doing? We are pandering to all the demigods possible in this world. How many demigods are there in this world, you see? And we go to every temple, every church, every place and we say, Oh God, please give me this so that I can... So this is what happens. It's a trap. And the person whom they are forgetting? Krishna. The divine consciousness. Nobody wants to look at him. They are least bothered. See, they are not interested in Krishna at all. What to do? Krishna looks at people and says, Dek, Dek. Such materialistic persons attracted by sense gratification and devoted to forefathers and demigods can be elevated to the moon when they drink and extract of the Soma plant. They again return to this planet. Elevated to the moon. हम लोग हमारे हिंदी में बोलते हैं ना क्या किसके झाड़ के ऊपर चढ़ जाते हैं बोलते हैं ना बहुत झाड़ our Hindi teacher is not here today. So, otherwise, <laughs> she would have. Uh, that is not Harbarajajat. But the thing is, uh, you know, we we keep on putting these kind of gods on very high trees and all, you know, and drinking Soma means what? Somras, Somras, you have heard of Somras. The one which imbalances you. Imbalance. So, anything which is intoxicating, it imbalances you. And at that point in time, you are getting trapped in that and you keep on going to the moon and coming back. Going to the moon means emotional imbalance, emotional atyachar. You are doing on yourself. Okay? And then you keep on coming back to earth again. You know what happens to a drunkard, no? First day he will drink and he says, Oh, this is so nice, I have to drink more and more. And then when he is uttar jata na? Then he comes down to the evening again, he wants to go on the high again. 
and it keeps on happening and it keeps on happening and it keeps on happening this is what happens all the planets of the materialistic person including the heavenly planets such as the moon are vanquished when the supreme personality of godhead hari goes to his bed of serpents which is known as ananta sesha the same heaven that you are actually looking for is completely destroyed when the lord goes to sleep all this world is destroyed what he is trying to say is when krishna comes into existence in your material world all this is going to get destroyed in the reverse aspect if you look at it he says all these demigods all these actions that you are doing the moment krishna dawns in you they'll all get finished those who are intelligent and purified consciousness are completely satisfied in krishna consciousness freed from the modes of material nature they do not act for sense gratification rather since they are situated in their own occupational duties they act as one is expected to act now they we are coming to the person who is lost in krishna himself such a type of a person he has got a purified consciousness he is not bothered about all these things in the material world remember the entire previous chapter was concerned with all the material activities this chapter he is concerned more with this kind of activities which are connected to devotional service to the lord so the person is satisfied in the krishna consciousness he is freed from the material nature he is not trapped in this material nature at all he is constant he is freed so no no attachment there is detachment no passion there is dispassion no discriminate no you know no no kind of you know false beliefs so discriminating what does he believe in in krishna alone so such kind of person now they do not act for sense gratification they are not bothered about any sense gratification they are not bothered ki what food i am going to eat where i am going to go what place i am going to sleep so on they are not bothered about it why are they doing that and what is it that they do since they are situated in their own occupational duties swadharma see i have been constantly harping on this everybody has to be involved in doing their specific duties swadharma what comes to you naturally and they are doing exactly as they are expected to act so these people are doing exactly what they are supposed to do while doing your swadharma that things which comes to you naturally you have to do it in perfect way by executing one's occupational duties acting with detachment and without a sense of proprietorship or false egotism one is posted in one's constitutional position by dint of complete purification of consciousness and thus executing the so called material duties he can easily enter the kingdom of god very very beautiful verse occupational duties when a person is doing his swadharma again and again i am i am underlining this fact swadharma means that which comes to you naturally by the will of the lord okay it has come to you and you have been born in that particular place for a particular reason and for doing your destiny that which you are supposed to do for that reason you are there for that reason a person who is doing his duty swadharma with complete detachment that means he should not be attached to even the job 
the job has to be done perfectly but not to be attached even to the job you should never be attached to the job also no attachment of any kind to relatives friends this one that one bosses whoever you may be doing a job for one particular person you know maybe you are working in a company doesn't mean that you are supposed to do haji sarkar you know keep on saying yes boss yes boss yes boss no you are supposed to do your duty that's it then person should never have false egotism over there one is posted in one's constitutional position by dint of complete purification of consciousness when he is doing this kind of a swadharma this kind of a duties with complete detachment and with 100% attention in doing the job perfectly that means you have to put your 100% in it it the job should be done very very diligently okay whereas not focusing on the result never focus on the result because the results are anyway not there in your hands so such a type of a person will reach what is called purification of consciousness his consciousness will start become purified and thus that person will be able to do material duties so he is able to do that as well as this that means material duties as well as spiritual ones and he will then be able to enter krishna's kingdom to the path of illumination such liberated persons approach the complete personality of godhead who is the proprietor of the material and the spiritual world and is the supreme cause of the manifestation and dissolution worshippers of the hiranyagarbha expansion of the personality of godhead remains within the material world until the end of two paradas when lord brahma also dies while the rest of the people those who are involved in the material activities they keep on coming dying coming dying and at the end of the yuga they will all be vanquished and finished whereas this person who has caught the feet of krishna will reach his divine place we always call it as golok vrindavan so he reaches over there after experiencing the inhabitable time of the three modes of material nature known as the two paradhas parardhas Lord Brahma, close to the material universe, which is covered by layers of earth, water, air, fire, ether, mind, ego, etc., goes back to Godhead. So even Brahma Ji has to go to the same place. The yogis who become detached from the material world by practice of breathing exercises and control of the mind reach the planet of Brahma, which is far, far away. After giving up their bodies, they enter into the body of Lord Brahma. and therefore when brahma is liberated and goes to supreme person of godhead who is the super brahma such yogis can also enter into the kingdom of god this is the first time where it is mentioned that those who do all kind of yogic activities which is pranayam yogasana and all those you know that person will reach the body of brahma ji he is not going to reach krishna no way does he reach krishna it is when brahma ji dies at that time brahma ji will take his body and along with it he will go over there it is like you know you go to one place and the person says you know flight aaj nahi hai flight ek 10 baras ke baad hai ya 10 uh, maybe you know 25000 years ke baad hai flight udhar ka so brahma ji's flight when the next time brahma ji's flight is there you have to go with him whereas krishna has taught you the direct methodology you know what is krishna says you just be lost in me boss faith surrender love and devotion to me alone that's it 
and direct train will be there or direct flight will be there direct aircraft or i don't know so you you will get straight delivery right into golok vrindavana you don't have to wait 25000 years into into another place cooling your heels over there for no rhyme or reason therefore my dear mother by devotional service take direct shelter of the supreme person of godhead who is seated in everybody's heart krishna is actually in everybody's heart but we do not seem to look over there we are always looking outside we are thinking going to temples is the greatest thing on planet earth to do so so what we will do is we will stop over here because the next verse is quite big so so do you have any questions <laughs>